0: This episode of the Happy Hours brought to you by Main Street Comics and Memorabilia. Go and check them out. And don't forget to check us out. We're going to be there live August 22nd. That's a Saturday from 11 till 4 p.m. Also, JB Designs is going to be there selling his special comic prints, So you're going to want to come out and see us. And on top of that, Johnny, tell them what our listeners get.
1: If you are a listener of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce and you drop her name, you'll get 15% off on your total order.
0: So that's right. Go check them out. It's Main Street Comics and memorabilia.
1: And tell them that the Happy Happy Hour with with Johnny and Deuce sent you. My name is Johnny Womack, and I've got Deuce. What's going on, brother? <laughs> <laughs> Two episodes in a row. You're getting the Hulkster out in them. Oh,
0: sometimes, brother. you gotta yeah. you, know, you to Hulk it up.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, happy hour, Johnny and Deuce. Of course, every episode starts off with the Deuce salute. Yes, sir. Do it. Nice and crispy.
0: Miller Lite. That's what
1: I'm talking about. Nice, nice little... The Hulkster's uh, favorite. The Hulkster's favorite. <laughs> Uh, and, of course, we are a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And uh, we decided to get some people back with us again because they were so nice with their other episode. We were. Talking they about were so nice, e-
0: we had to do it twice. We had to do it twice. Oh. oh I like that.
1: So, everyone, introduce yourselves, please. Uh, I am Brandon.
2: Darth I'm Vader. one of – I'm Darth Vader. He's <laughs> Darth Vader. Um, yeah, I'm Brandon, one of the uh, creators of Ignition. Uh, which we talked about in the last podcast. I'm yes. also Ignition Inc and Ignition Inc and I, and I I call it Ignition for short. We're we're on good terms. <laughs> <So that's laughs> Cuz you're lazy. lazy. Um and I am also uh, a YouTuber but that goes by the name of Retro Spectrum.
1: Nice. So yes.
3: There's that. And then this old guy. Uh
4: Ryan from AJ Productions and also the CFO of Ignition Inc. Oh, we got oh, fancy nice. What's I my have, fancy letters? Yeah, I was going to say a what's a my fancy
2: letters? Fancy Oh,
4: ordered? is mine
3: D-I-C? No, never mind. I don't you want to don't know. Want I don't want to know which orders? three letters DIC? you're going to give me. Uh,
4: director in charge,
0: yes. <laughs>
1: oh,
4: I think
0: it's something else.
4: Damn. <laughs>
3: Why you got rid of my phone? Ooh, that was right
4: at the top of my head, too. Nicely done. I, Fair that enough. Was nice.
0: So basically, in this situation, you're the Vince McMahon, and he's the Triple H. Is that kind of what you're yeah, saying on the deal? That's exactly what it is. I know. Yeah. That. I'm the money.
3: <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> and I'm Ray Mysterio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I am Josh Bauer of JB Designs and the other co founder of Ignition
1: Inc. And I'm Johnny. Hi, and Johnny. That's Deuce. And this is Deuce. Of course, and this on episode the loose.
0: is going to be titled
1: Welcome to the Thunderdome, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Yep. <laughs> so because All it's right. gonna get real. Yep. Yep. We were actually I thought I'd start off with a really hot topic. Hot topic. Not the show. Ooh, we're not doing hot not takes. I love it. Can takes. I get a shirt? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not not the store. Not the uh <laughs>
3: Uh, Ant they Man.
1: Did you get one free? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not on Ant the bandwagon Man. yet. They're oh, oh. check, checks. They're checks haven't cashed yet. So. What, let's <laughs> yeah. talk about Ant Man because Ant Man. Deuce and I did an did an episode actually uh, with Josh. We talked about like kind of the comic movies and stuff. Oh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, a little, a little
2: episode sixty nine. I'm Fair very not. proud. We of talked him. about that, Fair and then
1: enough. of course our good friend Claire Davis and my wife Brandy, the third member who cannot be with us tonight, unfortunately, because I'm over at Casa de Deuce tonight, yes, sir. Uh, we call that Studio South. Studio South. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and uh, south. we kind of talked about that. We went through the whole rigmarole, like all like all the way to 2020 and the movies coming out with DC and Marvel. There's a right. lot. That was a out. long list. So cool. That's a very tired. long list. Yeah. So was I, and everyone's getting a headache at the end. Um, <laughs> but. Um, there's a lot coming out, and a lot of these aren't even written scripts, not even outlines. We don't even know what's going to happen with these films. And the question that we had posed was, what when is, when is going to be the first flop? Hmm. Now, flop is obviously, when you define the word flop, what does that mean? So, Yeah. Because that, that's obviously it's,
3: it depends. It's subjective. It depends it's subjective. on if you're asking Marvel or if you're asking the fans. If you ask Marvel, it'd be money, right. which Ant-Man made its money back and more. If you're asking fans, I mean, I've heard all good reviews. Ryan and I saw it uh, the weekend it came out, and I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was a very fresh take on the Marvel movies. It was something you had not seen before.
4: Yeah, I was actually impressed, uh, yeah. especially with Paul Rudd. I oh, funny as hell. At first, when they said he was going to be in it, I'm like, <clears throat> uh, I don't know if that's going to be good or not, because it's, it's, his is usually a comedy or a comic uh, value, so... I was impressed with uh, with how he did with that movie.
3: Well, and it was uh, to me, it was a lighter version of a Marvel movie. Like, you know, a little bit more funnier, not was it kind so of a much heist drama film too. A what? A heist film? Yeah, it was like, a heist yeah. film. Yeah. Um, very heisty, and, and that's you know that's something that has not been done before. And Age of Ultron was very like, you know, hardcore, dark. You had a yeah. few couple funny spots in there, but this was just relaxed. You weren't worried that who's gonna die, who's yeah. gonna do what, and you know it was just uh, it was very well done i mean i it it was not the flop that everybody thought it was going to be movie wise i think
1: well from a review standpoint it's done well it's in like the 80% out of yeah, 100 on so rotten it's like tomatoes, right? a rotten tomatoes yeah. like 80, 80. Which, yeah. is, which, is which is, solid and which, is right yeah. which is yeah. good yeah. which is which
2: is good which is good which i believe was better than age of ultron was as well yeah i think age of ultron was
0: in the 70s yeah
3: I honestly think, I think so. it was a better I'll movie fact, than that, well, Age of Ultron. Well, really?
1: But here's the thing. It's I mean, of course, when you look at when it first opened, 60 million opening weekend, the 11th worst out of the 12, 11 out of 12 worst opening weekends for a Marvel Cinematic what Universe. Was the- uh Incredible oh, Hulk. Oh okay. yeah. <laughs> Which had Edward Norton,
0: which you would think would have had a better opening weekend, you know.
1: Yeah, so it, it came off, like and Everybody fucking loves the Hulk. So yeah, I mean now they do because of Joss Whedon. I think Joss Whedon really yeah, kind of made really. people I was, excited. I was,
0: see, I was a huge Hulk fan before. I don't think he movies. had the fan base yeah. like he did. I mean, oh, really? now, I, I, I think Joss Whedon kind of made him Guess more. Because my nickname used to be the Hulk, so like I might have a kinship with him and think. Yeah. Higher and he
1: did Hulk Hogan's impression earlier. Oh yeah, so, brother! So, so everything Hulk related.
3: Wow, and he's green. And he actually, didn't know.
2: actually, if you were to go by if you were to go by Rotten Tomatoes, uh, Ant Man was better received from both critics and by just your average person who saw it liked Ant-Man more than age of Well, old. and that's
1: the problem, though. I not financially, obviously. I, finan- well, obviously finances... That's the thing is... Everyone that went and saw Ant-Man was a comic book fan, and that's the problem. Because yeah. no one no one went and saw it. It didn't have the Guardians of the Galaxy effect that everyone thought it was going to have, because Guardians of the right. Galaxy made 94 million its opening weekend, yeah. which is very good for opening weekend for any movie. But for Marvel, that was really good. Uh, right. right behind Iron Man, like in an opening weekend numbers. So it was really, you know, good. Obviously, Chris Pratt, he was kind of unknown to people if you didn't watch Parks and Rec. No one no one really knew him as the main cast. Yeah. So it surprised a lot of people and it had this very organic effect where it was Telling people, their friends told their friends, their friends told their friends, yeah. and of course there was advertising as well for Guardians. And the cat. talking raccoon, yeah. and a talking, talking raccoon, raccoon. what's this cool? You always no, like I'm, that I'm not with the lie. gun.
0: I think the talking raccoon, the talking tree, so especially with kids, are like, I want to go see that. Yeah. I think it might have actually got more people for into sure. the theater than you think like we we sit around and we bullshit oh, talking raccoon but it
4: wasn't even just the raccoon it was the fact that it was bradley, bradley cooper, cooper. One,
0: yeah. and She's vin Donkey diesel Donkey. yeah yeah oh yeah. yeah
4: and that was the best part of it as far as i'm concerned
0: uh, i actually had a a non Marvel fan watched uh i watched guardians of the galaxy with her the other weekend because she was like look i want to watch these marvel movies but i don't want to do I'm not doing Iron Man. Like, I'm not doing Iron Man 1. Incredible. Like, I'm not going from beginning well, to And She doesn't yeah. get to watch it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, I said. Yeah, Why the hell is she here? You got a commitment. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. said, hey, you know what? Why don't we watch Guardians of the Galaxy? It's got Chris Pratt, Bradley Cooper's in it. It's pretty funny, and it's it's on its own. It's kind yeah. of, like, out here, so you don't have to know all the other Marvel stuff. It's just like, sure. We watched it. She loved it, and her favorite character was Rocky Raccoon. She was like, I was waiting for her that to be pissed because she wasn't movie. actually in it. <laughs> yeah. He's just the
3: voice? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, no. Like, (laughs) when we
0: we started watching it, she's like, that raccoon's really funny. I'm like, that's actually Bradley Cooper. And she's like, no way. And I'm like, yeah. And also the tree, that's Vin Diesel. And she's like – no, you're full of shit. <laughs> and, like, the only reason she believed me is their names were at the beginning. And she kept waiting for him to show up. And no, I'm like, no, so no, <laughs> no, it's the raccoon and it's the tree. She so. was
2: surprised about Vin Diesel because she's like, he got a paycheck for that? Yeah, exactly.
0: <sighs> and I and I said, no, you got to understand. He actually recorded I Am Groot in every single language. Which is in awesome. In every single take just for really? that. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Dude, oh, yeah. One of special every time. features on the Blu-ray, which is hilarious, he walks – Not to knock old Vinny D, because I like me some Vinny D, but he's walking around the sound studio where he's recording it in the big peg leg thing, so he can be as tall as Groot, so he can feel like Groot, and he's getting really method, and he gets down, and they show him the clip, and he's like, I am Groot, and they're like, Brazilian (laughs) you say Groot. Like, I don't know if that's what Brazilians say, but that was the one I remember. Like, and it was like he did it in every single language. He did it in Chinese. He did it in Arabic. He did it in everything. That's awesome. And he did every single one in each language. And he did it all in character while on the stilts. I'm like, damn, dude, that takes some, you know, awesome. that takes that's some gojones. Yeah, paychecks.
1: that's why you get the paychecks. Yeah, that's that's awesome. why you're
0: Vinny D. You don't, yeah. you don't, you don't half-ass it. You don't, you know, you show up to work.
1: And he loves it. I mean, he started off as a bouncer right in a nightclub, yeah. and you know look oh, at yeah. him now, so like hes a he's a geek, he plays World of Warcraft. I oh, mean the yeah. dude loves stuff like that, he, so like he, he embraces also has
4: it a double major he's also an English lit major and a theater major yeah, so, so he's not stupid if nope. anybody ever thought that and uh, his uh when he started, he was in high school going into college, and he was just a tiny guy, he was probably the size of Josh mm mm-hmm. And uh, he, got a a yeah, sorry, wow. <laughs> he got picked on a lot. Yeah, <gasps> sorry, John. Wow, he got picked on a lot. So I could be Vince the air. next Vin Diesel. I just so got to so shave my head like so you. So uh, yeah, his I'm uh,
3: gonna throw a yeah, there, Josh could yeah, just a little bit. Be, just a little yeah. bit. But, uh,
2: Bauer, uh, JB Designs. Yeah. He could be the next <laughs> Vin Diesel.
1: Yeah, so to be my designs. next tagline. Yeah. Josh I, Buff I, Designs.
4: JB Designs, almost
3: Vin Diesel.
1: Almost Vin Diesel.
4: Almost, yeah. Almost. I said almost. If he ever hears <laughs> this, <laughs> he might knock on your door.
3: That would be cool. Can I get an autograph before he whoops my ass?
2: He's like, oh, I just painted a piece for you. Can you sign all these so I can sell these at different cons? <laughs> there you go. I mean, <laughs> keep them for myself. Yeah. Of, <laughs> I just happen to have this Groot painting. Can you just sign this?
1: So bring it back to Ant-Man. <laughs> Here we go. This is what we do. We love to tangent, uh, which that is awesome. And it's going to happen a lot. Yes. Uh, but Ant-Man, at, at the moment of recording, it's made $221 million worldwide, which... To the average person, sounds like it's really good, but in all honesty, it's not very great. It's actually really poor, uh, for especially for Marvel. Because that right. th- think about it, and you juxtapose that to Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy made $176 million in just in its second weekend domestically. Yeah. Not worldwide, just domestically. Mm. So that Marvel... I don't think personally Marvel did a great enough job of advertising and marketing, marketing it. Yeah, I agree. Because my wife, for example, I use her as a good litmus test because she she lo- she reads comics from time to time, but she's not the biggest comic book reader. She just loves movies, right? And she she heard about Guardians of the Galaxy before. Subway had a big promotion. I I bought all the Subway bags. They were awesome. Uh, but they, but you saw Guardians His of the Galaxy. Kids have been wearing them at school.
0: Ta ching, ta ching.
1: But like they were like eat all fresh. over. They were like all- <laughs> <laughs> eat fresh. There you go. Not ah, too fresh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no fresh enough. <laughs> uh anyway, so yeah, so you saw snippets of Guardians of the Galaxy. Like it was in your, your peripheral, I guess. Okay. And Ant Man, my wife goes, I didn't know anything about Ant Man until two weeks ago before the movie came out. And that, that's one of the major problems because, you know, you Brandon, you mentioned earlier about your marketing to a character. That gets small, like he's an Ant. He's the size well, of an that Ant. Well, like, his name's Ant-Man.
2: It's not like... Yeah. It's not, like, well, at least not very... Over on the DC side, the character who shrinks is named the Atom, and that just yeah. kind of sounds cool. But like Ant-Man, it's just like, well, I squish Ants. The ants aren't that well, cool. Well, and you also yeah. have a little
3: bit of a difference, too, because with Guardians, you had, what is it, four different characters? Five different uh, characters? Five, yeah. yeah, five different characters. So if you have, like, a family, each one can be interested in, in one character. In yeah. Ant-Man, you have Ant-Man. Ant-Man. You know, so I think that played a big difference think, in helping guardians. I think guardians. the thing I liked
2: about this movie was that it was—it almost reminded me of like the first Iron Man in feel, number one. But number two is scale. Like Marvel movies have gotten so huge. Yeah, I think, I think they're I think, big. I think from like my wife to see it, she was just like, "Oh, okay, this is nice and simple." This but is a ground action, level action hero. Yeah, battle, action battle actually happens in a nursery room or something yeah. like that. So it's yeah. like, "And that was every, awesome." Everything
4: was super, super low key, on that and then she liked that. Yeah, Josh and I were talking about uh the actual movie afterwards and one of the things that I thought they should have done, which would have actually made Age of Ultron better, yeah, is like the the entire comic book world is based around Hank yeah. designing Ultron. Right. So they should have brought Hank into Age of Ultron as the designer of Ultron. Right to lead into Ant like, Man. Hey, you right, should see right. Ant Man because and it's... this is kinda of right. right. fill in right. the gaps. Here's in the story. Exactly. Yeah. Here's
1: the bridge from one to the other.
4: And I think that would have been a good. Yeah, it was way surprising. They didn't do that. Like they did Ant-Man. with
1: the, in Iron Man Two, they had Thor's hammer at the very end. So you yeah, were like, yeah. exactly, exactly. So I actually agree with that. Well, I think and
0: that was the other thing. I think it, two marketing things they missed. I think one is the one of the end credit scenes of Age of Ultron should have been something with Ant Man, and yes. I think it should have been about five minutes long. Like give you a good solid five minutes Ant Man where you're like. Holy shit! This looks really good. I want to see this. Mm-hmm. The other thing is now I haven't seen the movie, but from what I understand, at least a good fourth of the movie has Falcon in it and kind of leads into Civil War. Mm-hmm. Would you say about a fourth? Ah. Not a fourth, but then No, there's not a a, a, a block of time. It's yeah. an awesome part, though. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. But they we were laughing they our asses off for that, that part. Out like f- yeah. from the beginning, like yeah. Hey, this is going to be the lead-in yeah, movie to th- Civil War. You need thing. to see that's it for That's the thing. This. It wasn't
2: like Ant-Man needed to be like, in the course of Ant-Man, it's not like Avengers needs more advertisement or because the next Captain America movie needs more advertisement. So, like you were saying before, it almost would make more sense to have some Ant-Man cameos in Age of Ultron. I agree. it was like,
0: yep. hey, don't forget, Ant-Man comes out next. We need your money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> yeah well, maybe that would be it. I just <laughs> think it's like, I hey, mean, if you've got some connective tissue some from that in Ant-Man, then people right. might be like, man, I want to know what's going to happen in, in Civil War. if I go to this movie and I get 20 minutes of what's going to happen in – a Captain America Civil War, screw it, I'll, I'll pay the money to see those 20 minutes. Look how many people paid to buy the ticket for the movie for the first Star Wars trailer. Like, people didn't give two shits about seeing the movie. They wanted to see the Star Wars trailer. Yeah, Some yeah, people right. went and sold the Star Wars trailer and fucking left, didn't even see the movie. So, right. you tell them, hey, there's 20 minutes of stuff that's going to be in Captain
1: America Civil War, I think it would have well, boosted the sales. Well, here's the thing. Star Wars, obviously, is a. I think it's a... It, it, Totally oh, different. I hit the S button. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, hold, uh, sorry. Nah, Wars, you did it. Within I the first like up. five minutes of meeting people, and people know I love Star Wars. Uh, c- you guys consider because I do. And I have not seen the film. I, I'm not I saying know. I'm not going to see it, but I'm no, not. I'm waiting until I'm. Say it on that's Netflix. the thing. And like, it hasn't grabbed me Netflix enough to make me go Red. to mm-hmm. theaters, despite all the good reviews I've heard from I'm comic see book Trainwreck. from comic book fans. I want to see that cuz this weekend. Yeah, looks cool. Nice. But from comic book fans it's been good, but no one else is seeing it and that's the main problem yeah, with Ant-Man. Right. No one's going to their mother my I mean and a lot of females actually from what I've been reading online too and this is allegedly a lot of females have not been watching Ant-Man either. It doesn't doesn't they don't they don't can't gravitate towards well, that I character. I should say
2: real quick, my wife is female. <laughs> yes, oh, really? Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, Truth. And and she huh. usually hates movies in general and she enjoyed that movie quite a bit, which is
4: amazing. I see me and my art director he went to see it separately. From he is not
1: yeah
3: <laughs> what, how he uh, like it?
1: I'm not speaking for all females out there. I'm just right. saying from what I've been hearing online, the, the, a lot of women are going to see it. We're on, like the, it's, street. We're on the street. And yeah.
3: let's
4: just be clear. My art director is not female, yes. uh, but his name is Brandon. He <laughs> did not enjoy it as much as I did. Hmm. And he always, I mean, him and I always, when we go to movies, we, we look at the actual making of the movie while it's going on. So if you can actually walk into this movie, not doing that and not picking it apart and just enjoying it as an actual movie, I think you're gonna have a great time. But if you're gonna, if you're going in as a comic book critic or as somebody that knows the actual <laughs> of, story, yeah, I don't think you're gonna. Be Out as of
2: all happy. the Marvel movies, this one makes the largest departure from a lot of the storylines yes. that are actually in the comic books. Yes. But I will say this: um, I, I think the fact that comic book fans have. Receive the film positively, they and have. and then yeah. and then from my perspective, like I'm very critical when they make changes because I think a lot of times movies make changes and it's like why, yeah. the source material is sense. so great you're changing because you think you can do better and then you're wrong, so uh, but they made some serious changes in this one and I was like oh, this all makes sense this all oh, I all appreciate this as opposed to like if you look over at the X Men franchise I also like the X Men franchise by the way but you know like uh, you know they like to change the costumes up a bit and then they change Apocalypse's costume and everybody goes like, oh, crazy uh, yeah. on the yeah. Internet. yeah yeah. Which, by the way, it's not a great costume, but you know, like, why do you then? Why do you have to change in the first place? Why don't you try right. to model it after the real, real character, yeah, who's an awesome looking look character? look at
0: Olivia Munn in the Cyclops. She looks costume. very that close is, to the source material. She said literally she had to lube herself and the costume up yeah. to get into it.
3: I have a like, little problem with her outfit. In all honesty, I think they went too much with the comic books, and she almost looks like a cosplayer on a film set. You know, not to dis. Which character is this cosplays, for? Cyclops. Uh, Cyclops. Yeah, that's right. And it, it's very nice and it looks very good, but she just, like in the picture that they keep showing, she doesn't look like she fits in the film right. But it's Olivia Munn. In a silo costume. We don't, we don't, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Mr. Horny. Calm Are you down. kidding? It Jesus. Just, I am Jesus, thank you. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's not just. Quite. Not quite. Yeah, Moses, yeah. Not quite. But Jesus no, it, made that woman for that fucking costume. It yeah. just it, – it's one of those ones that should have been tweaked a little bit just to make it look it, – it looks like – it looks like they bought it from a store more than make it for a movie. I would say what
2: J- what Josh art. is trying to say right. is it looks yeah. less like something that was modeled for the the X Men movie and more like something that came straight out of the pages of the comic book. But I agree. Th- yeah. Yeah. we've
0: only seen so few pictures. Oh yeah. She might oh, only yeah. Be in it for a little bit. Like she might have like a day wear costume while yeah. she's wearing normal clothes. Sure. I mean we don't know. We've seen so little of that. Same thing yeah. with the Gambit movie and all the uh, stuff that's going on with that right now. Yeah. Yeah. There uh, he he ain't going nowhere. Yeah, it. Channing
1: Tatum's not going to be a part of it. He's so.
0: executive producing the movie. How's the executive was producer? Well, here's the thing. Uh, uh, that, to me, seems like a power play for either creative control or money. Like, look, if you don't do this, I'm going to walk. We're not doing that. Okay, I'm walking. And now they're like, okay, what do you want? But I, got, I love Channing Tatum. One of the best things I, I heard recently, he was on Howard Stern, and he was talking about how he was in a movie with Steve Carell and uh, the guy who plays Incredible Hulk in the new... Uh, Lou Ferrigno? No, the Mark new Mark movies, Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Yeah. Oh, Mark Ruffalo, And how yeah. the two of them got nominated for Academy Awards in oh, Foxcatcher. No, and he wasn't nominated for one. And Howard Stern's like, dude, both these guys got nominated for Academy Awards. You did a great job. You didn't get nominated for one. How do you feel about that? And he said, dude... I was a stripper in Tampa two years ago. I get to go to the Academy Awards. I don't give a shit. He's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? like I don't care. Like, who cares like, if I get nominated? Oh but he's like, yeah. I'm, you, you know, I, I'm going to do a lot more movies, man. Like, yeah. I'm not worried about that. I missed an Academy Award for this one, and that's why I love him. And he's so down to earth and so cool. Yeah. And I'm so excited about the new male Ghostbusters movie that's going to be coming out because it's going to have allegedly. Chris Pratt, and Channing Tatum in the same movie with two other Ghostbusters. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. You put Channing Tatum and Chris Pratt in the same movie, A, it's going to make a ton of money. And two, they're two of the funniest guys on the planet, minus Johnny and Deuce. And you put (laughs) the two of them together in a movie, it's going to make a ton of money.
1: (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> Where do you go from there? <laughs> we just sit here for another yeah, 20 minutes yeah. and just stare at each other now. Wow, we totally spitballed as. It uh, was still Marvel some... movies. We're still on Marvel yeah. movies. We're yeah, movies. On right? yeah, yeah. But the budget, right, for Ant Man right. is even though you guys all that you saw it, considered it a smaller film. Not, no pun intended. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. there you go. Uh, it's still a 150 million dollar budget, which they have ah. not hit yet domestically, which is the big red flag.
0: But did they make it? Like all well, all. yeah, Did worldwide, yeah, back? that's easy.
1: Worldwide, well, but but, okay. that's, but that's but that's the thing. But movie
0: company needs to make. But
1: money. Mo- but but the, yeah, exactly. It, here in the United money States, money. you need to make at least your budget back, and they have not done that yet. And mm-hmm. you had a 60 percent drop off from the opening weekend to second opening weekend. We made sixty million to twenty four million. That's a huge drop in in the box office. So. And even, even in even typically like the foreign market usually makes more than the domestic and yeah. there and it's not even that much. Like the there's some parody there, but it's like there's definitely financially there's some issues with this film. Well, and here's what I wanna throw out there. We know
0: that he's gonna be in civil war. Like he already showed up right. allegedly on set. And that's and gonna be a huge film. We know that's that. gonna be a huge film. Oh jeez. My question is this, because they saw that this movie didn't do as well. What happens to Captain Marvel? What happens right. to Black Panther? People what that are not household Inhumans? names. Like, mm. what do they go, oh, crap. If it's not a household name, yep. people yeah. don't go. Do they maybe take those movies off the docket? And because they're playing so far in advance, they've got enough time that they can kind of hack change. And slash. Yeah, they can hack and slash and change the script. Do they? Right. What do they do from there? Yeah. They you know?
3: may go and... Uh, maybe they'll go and look and see what they did wrong with this one. Like, cause what we were saying, you know, not enough commercial or marketing in yeah. our eyes. Yeah. Maybe they will learn from this one and go, okay. We, cause I think part of it too, was they've had all the big ones pop through, you know, Iron Man and yeah. you know, Captain America, Guardians. And, and they're just like, okay, we just pump them out and we don't have to do anything if anymore. It's got
0: the Marvel name on it. It's going to make money. And yeah. now Ant-Man like, comes oh, out. Oh crap. Because I yeah. will say this to your point about the marketing. They marketed the shit out of it. Like they had it during the NBA Finals, they had it during Sports Center. They had it during all these sporting events that I because I watch a lot of sporting events, not to mention they had the commercials on Raw. It wasn't like they didn't buy commercials for it so people would know, hey, this movie's coming out. They had the same budget for commercials and advertising that maybe, you know, Age of Ultron did. My question is, do they say, if it's not a household name, do we start hmm. – You know, do, do we redirect the
3: course? Do we try and write the plane? What do, what but do this we do from is, here? This is really, if you look at it, it's – they're one for two because Guardians – everything that was said about Ant-Man was said about Guardians, right. and Guardians was knocked right. out of Guardians
4: the park. Guardians was not a household
3: name. But they – I, no. I remember them advertising Guardians a hell of a lot more yep. than ant same Ant-Man. here. Uh, I mean, like I, I said.
0: Mean... It's... Did
3: Guardians have a Super Bowl ad, if I remember
1: correctly? I think so. Probably. Yeah, I think they had an ad. And like I said, Subway was advertising it like crazy, yeah. dude. They, I mean, for months. It got bad. I mean, I almost
3: well, was just going,
1: okay, I got it. It's and coming they, out. I'm yeah, done. They
4: overdid it because nobody knew about it. Right. That. It wasn't,
1: even as a comic book reader, I have even been talking to, and I not read comic books, and I would not read, I had not read Guardians of the Galaxy. I knew of it, but I would not read it. So it was like, mm-hmm. I, even for me coming in almost with fresh eyes. But the reason why I knew this was going to work, and I, I'm a big I consider myself a pretty good movie buff. James Gunn sold me on... That's that's the thing. James Gunn sold me the director for Guardians of the Galaxy. This guy knows how to direct. And that's the reason why I had faith in that film. Months... A year, a year or whatever ago when they just showed the logo for Guardians of the Galaxy and just the, the stars behind it, people were like, oh, this is the dark horse for Marvel. No one knows what's going to happen. The wild horse or whatever. And uh, well, James throw- Gunn
0: throwing our story about the Edgar Allan Wright now throwing a hard allegedly on it but our story about what happened with Edgar Allan Wright that we Edgar Allan Wright he just mixed oh. You know what I'm talking about Uh
1: so uh Edgar allegedly. Wright Edgar allegedly Edgar hard allegedly Yeah uh, you have to take double shots if it's hard allegedly Maybe. Yeah, yeah. We'll add that to we'll the do that. Game Yeah, game. Yeah. It's
0: there hard you go. allegedly. Hard allegedly. A double
1: sip. E- Edgar Wright left the project. He was working on the film. He was he, Anyone that knows Edgar Wright, you know, he did all the Shaun of the Dead movies. He's an awesome director. Uh, he always likes to write his, fil- write his films as well. So he was on the project. He was going to write and direct, and he's still pinned as story credit uh, in the film. Yeah. Uh, they were buttonheads because he wanted to make the film a lot differently than the film that actually came out, and they at a point where that's the problem you have to have. Like like people, some people were um, not to use joshing, but some people were joshing on Josh Sweden uh, about Age of Ultron because, and at the end of the day, he has to please the executives. Yeah. He has to please, which is weird to
2: think about because at this point he's proven himself. That, I know, right? Yeah. yeah, but
1: you have a certain they. Oh, God. I mean, yeah. even Age of Ultron made a ton of money, like, and they, it oh, yeah. but it didn't make Avengers money. You know, the first Avengers money, yeah. and that's the yeah. problem. Like, it made like 400 whatever domestically. Did great when it comes to, uh, you know, domestically. But they were like, no, nah, you didn't make 1.5 billion or whatever, 1.4 billion, like it did with, uh, you know, worldwide when it did with Avengers. So Edgar Wright, you know, he saw the writing on the wall, and he's like, hey, this isn't where I want to go with this project. I'm gonna go. See ya. So he leaves the project. They bring in Peyton Reed. Uh, who's a pretty much a rom-com director? No, no offense to the guy. He's a rom-com director essentially, uh, and I do think people were kind of like, "Oh, okay." And you bring in Paul Rudd, which people love. Paul Rudd's great, and like you said earlier, he's really funny. He's a great yeah. guy. He's very charismatic. Yeah. I believe in Paul Rudd. It's just there was a lot of heat on that film, and that people were kind of like, oh, I don't have faith in this project." If Edgar Wright's going to leave the project, what allegedly? Yeah. What do I? What do I? How do I have faith in this project? So even comic book fans of Ant Man, which is. Yeah, there's a fan base out there. Obviously, they were even hesitant going into the film, and then and then uh, add that to the advertisement not being very good. I felt like it was just as full. It wasn't just one problem; it was a multiple yeah. problems. Yeah, no I think. Problem. Yeah. I, think yeah. I think I think there's, I think, I think there's about, an yeah. like a, a
2: a bigger problem you're seeing too is that you know a lot of you have the en- end of Iron Man. I mean, he, Iron Man. He's still obviously he's still around, but he hit his third movie, so his trilogy is done at this point. So it's like you've really hit the end of that first Marvel era. I know they set it up in the different, you know, different phases, uh, phases. but I mean, really with Iron Man was the one that started it, so they have that one finish, and then you move into Age of Ultron, which Age of Ultron, let's be fair, is really just, hey... Here's a, We're just gonna do some stuff, and it was. I was entertained, by the way. I, 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 it was I, enjoyable. It was. It was yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. We're gonna do some stuff, and then remind you that we're still on our way to Infinity Gauntlet, just to, just yeah. as a reference. You know, yeah. it's like this is the in between movie. So yeah. it's like it hit, you hit a weird point it where we're like we're at we're at that like just the the Marvel steam is a little bit low right now or the, at least the Avengers camp of movies, you know, the ones that are official Marvel Studio movies. So you have Age of Ultron, which was like, everyone went to see, but then it was like, oh, it's not as good as the original Avengers. And then you have Ant-Man, and it's just like, well, Ant-Man, I don't know anything about Ant-Man. And now, he like you said, we have these characters where, and Guardians of the Galaxy proved that wrong, but you have these characters that are like, why do I care about these th- these characters? And, uh, you know, I, like I said, I, I think the benefit of Guardians of the Galaxy was they had a talking raccoon well, that really it, helped.
4: And remember in Age of Ultron, they actually started to set up uh, Black Panther. Right, yep. So that yeah. may be enough of the setup to get him out there. Might be. But there was no setup of, of Ant-Man. Nope. Like I said, if they had brought in Hank Pym... Which was the original creator of Ultron. One, you wouldn't have had the entire world hating Tony Stark for building Ultron. It still could have led up to Civil War with Tony and yeah. Captain America going at it. And you would have had an introduction into Ant-Man, which would, would have made a hell of a lot more sense yeah. than than no pitch at all. I agree. Having yeah. that it, just, movie. it makes so, you
2: a little concerned with the uh, Captain America's third movie coming out. You know, Thor will have a third movie coming out. It's like, yeah, will the right. steam really end with some of those? Will, well, you know, we'll definitely make it through uh, In- Infinity Gauntlet, but...
1: Obviously, lightning doesn't strike twice very much, uh, very yeah, often. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing is, think about why Avengers was so successful. Let's go back, pull back the tape here. Yeah. You had all these films that preceded it. It was almost like it was building to this. You yeah. know, Avengers was like this opus. had ever done that No one before. had ever really Nobody done anything had like ever that.
0: ever done all these connecting movies. To right. Make yeah one, right. like superhero serialized, franchise, yeah, connected sure. universe movie. Like, that was a first. And now... Maybe not since, like,
2: old-school, like, horror movies where there was, like, right. Frankenstein versus the Wolfman, sure, yeah, yeah. Sure. Like that, exactly. you know? Like, and now yeah.
0: you look at that that's a new buzzword in Hollywood. Everybody yeah. wants to have a connected universe. Everybody yeah. wants to have these yeah. Ghostbusters. Hell, you're speaking of the Dracula and everything. Yeah. Universal wants to do a... Universal Monsters connected universe movie. Like everybody's doing these connected universe movies, and it's because Marvel laid the groundwork, and they did so good because that was the first time ever, and we saw with Avengers two, it didn't do as good as the first Avengers. It still made a ton
1: of money, yeah, Yeah, but it didn't make Avengers one money.
0: I mean, let's not. You know, it, over a billion Apple is still you know, really
1: good yeah, you know, for, still uh, amazing, for Age of Ultron. Yeah. So. Now,
2: have you guys already talked about Age of Ultron on your podcast? Uh, briefly. We've what, touched base. What was it, just as a reference, because I haven't heard that podcast yet. What what center? <laughs> just as a point of reference, what was it that you think didn't work on that one as compared to...
1: So we we talked to our good friend Lily <laughs> from, uh, King from King of the Nerds. And we, huge Mad Max fan, She's by the a way. huge Mad Max fan, by the way, yeah. And uh, she she we kind of talked about one of the major outcries from especially from females from age yeah. of from age of ultron was a part where they had to throw black widow in as the the female character that was kind of so the romance, the romance kinda, and yeah. she was yeah. in a cage like, forced, like forced for sure like and they felt like that was i felt off
2: i totally agree with that mm-hmm. and actually you know like i actually uh i, I have like a when it comes to like the stuff he makes, I kind of have a love hate thing for Joss Whedon. I feel like sometimes the stuff is total hit, and other times it's total miss. But how much is this Joss no one, Whedon no one, though? Because no.
1: well, that's a problem is because Joss Whedon is is the opposite of that. He's empowering females. Like look yeah, at Buffy yeah. the Vampire yeah, Slayer. You know what? I mean?
2: Like I, I would agree, but I felt like Avengers movies. Like he also does a lot of like small moments. You know, so there was a lot of Hawkeye's yeah. family, and there was a lot of. Uh, Black Widow romance with with yeah. Hulk, so there's a lot that of that guy stuff. Has a family? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was, Son of a. There was a lot of that stuff, and I was just like you know like, here's the thing. I love I love artsy movies. I love sitting down. I like art movies that can make me use my brain. But when I go to see an Avengers movie, I'm thinking we're having a family Popcorn, moment. I'm like, I, I want like, you to I punch want Ultron. I Why are you not punching Ultron up. right now? You know, yeah. and, right. and and like. <laughs> Hulk was done. I mean, the first Avengers film I see as the perfect Hulk movie. It is the perfect Hulk movie. Oh, it's awesome. Because you are waiting, waiting, waiting for him to lose it. And then he loses it. And then he has a fight with Thor. It's amazing. And that's awesome. And then he goes back. He's not not angry anymore, so he goes back. Back to Bruce Banner. And then you're waiting, 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 and then he pulls up on a motorcycle and he's like, Hey guys and he's just this normal guy with all these guys in the costume. Yeah. And then he just punches this he turns into the Hulk right there and punches this thing. Oh, I mean, the greatest. Perfect Hulk movie. But with this movie, you just yeah. start you just start with the Hulk right there. So you don't you already lose that momentum of excitement and, and it's like what are we waiting for in this movie? And there really isn't anything you're waiting for in that movie. Everything's already there from the very beginning. One of
1: the biggest things that Deuce and I were talking about, uh, when we were talking about Talking about Age of Ultron with a friend Lily was there was no sense of danger like you didn't Mm-mm. you weren't scared for them right all nobody was gonna die no one like, you, know, you were, were afraid of, you were there's no tension there you were no. like everyone's so big and powerful and they're blowing things yeah. up explosions yeah. like you didn't have any tension there like you didn't feel oh and there's worried. An old, there's an Ultron
2: army that feels exactly like the last movie where if everybody just shuts right. down and dies it's okay yeah. Right. yeah.
1: So
0: we've done, th- we've did
2: this. There's thing.
1: definitely problems with Age of Ultron. I, I, but overall, I enjoyed it. You know, as yeah, a, it was just a fun sp- movie. It, it was a fun like, movie. It wasn't mind blowing. See, and that's anything. the
0: thing. When I go to Marvel movies, I yeah. just okay, this is gonna be fun. And usually, I go to like the Fork and Screen. Yeah, I'm like, I can have a couple beers. I get my crabber and goon dip. Like, yeah. I'm gonna turn <laughs> my brain off for two hours. Drink a couple beers. Have fun. Watch some shit blow up. It's yeah. gonna be cool. You know, but or I don't. Watching at home
2: and fast forward through the, uh,
0: the Hawkeye family. Scene. Well, <laughs> I guess I actually really like. So that stuff. I. I? thought it was if very it's touching. Married to Thelma from Scooby-Doo. I, you uh, know, like, yeah, I like, like. I liked uh, some of it. Yeah, I was like, wow, I didn't see that coming. It out. makes you think yeah.
1: differently about the character, though. The no, I, liked, I, liked some, I like. I like some. I like some
2: of it, but you know, uh, I think you have to put it into a certain context where you like. This is why you care, and if you're not building that for people for your audience, like, why should I care? And you don't get that, you know. Like, I think the only reason I really felt any type of care was like, "Yay, Hawkeye's getting at least some time." Yeah. You know, he's we're, because the he last really movie is, he didn't he's, get he's, shit. Yeah, he's just yeah. a faceless guy. And then the best scene in that in that movie was when he. he uh, the, the uh, brainwashing thing or whatever, and he's like, nope, already done that. Yeah. I, forget, I forget what the line yeah. is. Like, yeah, like, did that last did time that already. or something. Yeah. And it was like, good. It was like, okay, you're acknowledging that, you know, some of the these, plot, some these plot, plot lines kind of yeah. continue through this, and you're yeah. just kind of like denying that. I thought that was like one of my favorite Hawkeye scenes. Yeah. Even better than the family stuff.
4: Yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed the Hawkeye. Uh, back to Ant-Man, I know you guys haven't seen it, but I think one of the funniest parts is uh, – when when Scott gets the the uh the suit and they said, Okay, you're gonna have to go do this and he said, Isn't this when we have to call the Avengers? Yeah. And I love that they actually reference yeah. that, you know, like, okay, we're not pretending that it never happened. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like they right. did that, that uh in in uh, Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah, they they reference the Avengers a lot. And I'm like, that's kind of a subplot of Agents of
3: S.H.I.E.L.D. only does it sporadically. though. That's what always annoys me with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is because they are so far away from the universe that you get like, you know, you only had Captain America. They're they're doing a couple of the cleanup things from Thor and Captain America. And then that's about it. And then the big teaser for uh, Age, of Age of Ultron was a
0: lead-in. Like, hey, here's the information. So the first place they're beating up yeah. is the place that they got them the information to oh, go to. And really? that that's wasn't cool. even yeah. – it, It's cool. It like, I love of the show. Yeah. But I, I love the show to death. It, it's probably – if you said, Kyle, there's only, like, five shows you can watch, like, every yeah. year, that would be one of the five. Really? Easy. Wow. Yeah, it would be that. It would be Flash. It would be Arrow. It would be Supernatural and then my fifth would probably be one of my stupid reality shows, like Party really? on the South. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. All of those. I put yeah. It, well, the thing things. is, I
2: put Daredevil in there because I really like oh, Daredevil. Well, I
0: don't call that TV because that's Netflix. Netflix. It's almost <laughs> like HBO. It doesn't, fucking, rules. Count. Rules. HBO doesn't, <laughs> doesn't fucking count. Now you're creating rules. It's an HBO. It doesn't fucking You're taking loophole. out like... A loophole. I said taking TV shows. out HBO Showtime. Exactly. Even HBO says it's not TV. It's HBO. I love it. It's got to be like...
4: Netflix, bitches. House of Cards would be one of mine too. House of Cards. I mean, the Netflix shows. That's a ridiculous loophole. And they're (laughs)
0: smart. Like, let's not do twenty. I argue that Netflix is doing thirteen episodes. episodes. I argue that let's do it hard. Let's do it fast. Let's give you a lot and let's call it a day. But I
1: argue that Netflix is doing stuff better than television. So that's that's where I go. I feel like. Netflix is way up here. And I'm putting in for people that can't see me. I'm putting my hand up really high, way high, way high. It's almost he touching, almost touch giant Brandon ceiling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm tall. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: no, I, I. We just did a uh, Orange is the New Black binge. And we don't, oh, we don't do so a lot of good. binge. And I'm just like, oh
0: my so gosh, good. Oh, oh my god, show. that show is amazing. Yeah. That's so like good. My new jam. It's awesome. Yeah. 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 But.
1: I was going to say, when he mentioned uh, Agents uh, of S.H.I.E.L.D., I yeah. was going to say Agents of Ultron. Uh, <laughs> Ages Agents of Ultron. Of Ultron. Hey, it's a new show. Uh, Sweet. That I, would actually be a really cool show. That would be That's good. a comedy. Uh, I, I don't care. Why, why do we need the show? We don't need it. And, it, and it's I almost got canceled twice. It's, it's Age Age of Ultron of Ultron almost got canceled it, twice. It's on oh, TV every week. Clark Gregg is only airbag. Shut your face, sir. What got canceled The only thing that saves that. Age of Ultron almost got canceled twice. Oh, Age of the Shield. I'm sorry, Age of Ultron. Age of Keep saying it wrong. Can we do a new drinking game every time we get it wrong? You take a whole shot.
3: Yeah, we'll I, get know, I know this isn't a popular
2: face. thing because I don't really watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I started watching it and I was the guy who, like, I stopped watching it and then the episode after one one's so like, it just got good. You really yeah. missed out. They I'm, like, lie. I'm in your camp, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm in your camp. So, but I actually, I'm one of those weirdos who actually liked Agent Carter more than I liked any of that. Agent episode, Carter so was just, 10 times I better. I actually than enjoyed Agent it more. But it's not needed, though. It's not needed. It's not needed, but that's super, the thing. It's super corny. But I like that it stood. That one actually purposely was like, okay, this is going to be an outside of. It didn't make really any references. I like references. to call it the appendium
0: right. because it's like an appendium show. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, You absolutely. watch it and you can respect things more. Not only for that, watching but it, it but you in, don't have to watch it. Fills it in yeah. this.
2: It's start It's going to eventually fill in that large section of comic books that was yeah. skipped by Marvel, like between the Atlas Marvel era, era yeah. the 1950s. That I'm very really excited to see some of that stuff. Well, I don't and
4: know. And they even have uh, Agent Carter in the beginning of Ant Man too. They do. Yeah, so
2: yeah. yeah. It's spoiler. A good, is that a spoiler? Cameo. We probably it's not a spoil big
3: spoiler, but it's very cool.
4: Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's like okay, it's yeah, like the, the very
3: beginning. She's like yeah, 80, but still, 80 but still hot. Yeah. When you get to see yeah, yeah, yeah. her and yeah. Howard Stark. No, no, no.
0: Haley Atwell Atwell. Well, Atwell, Atwell.
1: Haley Atwell. Haley Atwell. Yeah, Haley Atwell.
0: Yeah. That's woo. That's next level. Yeah. Especially especially
2: in Captain America the original one when they're at the no, bar and no. she comes out in like that you know that outfit A- and it's just like
4: and the
0: accent.
1: Well, Yes. <laughs> this is obviously this is all subjective we yeah. all have our own things i'm right there with you brother like any girl with the english
0: accent oh, it's like i don't mean, give a shit
1: you could be wearing a potato sack what's <laughs> yeah. up that's how we roll
4: yeah how do you talk that's it so I, <laughs> I, I don't know what
1: just happened i have no idea i heard potato sack
0: the mic buddies what over here know like, what's going what on we gotta share our own mic over here yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by... Video Games Monthly. You may have heard us talk about this, but you have to check out Video Games Monthly. They're a monthly subscription service that delivers retro video games right to your door, and you never have to send them back. Video Games Monthly is a must for gamers who love retro gaming and trying to build or rebuild their collection. Every month, they send out a variety of games, both well-known retro favorites to the unique ones to make sure you consistently get a well-rounded gaming experience. Video Games Monthly offers monthly boxes of three, four, or five games for any combination of NES, SNES, Nintendo 64, and Sega Genesis. Take a look at their website at www.videogamesmonthly.com to sign up for your monthly variety of retro video games. And remember, when you're talking about the Video Games Monthly, tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Uh, but my thing is, sure, it's if, if you're, like, diehard, like, super hardcore into that, then that's yeah. fine. But it, it, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., there you go. I said it right. It almost got canceled twice. So right. there's not there, – no one's really watching it, and that's the problem. Yeah. It, your hardcore dedicated fan base is, but the average audience is not going to – To is me, not it's hard to, it.
2: to make the transition from, like – Cinema, which has so much money, to like television, which you feel is so much l- more low budget. But right. then you watch Netflix and you watch like Daredevil, and Daredevil well, didn't, right. never felt low budget to me. But Daredevil you know. didn't
1: feel like what Marvel's doing on te- basic television either. Yeah. Yeah. Daredevil right. totally yeah. did a 180 and went up it, gonna- it still felt kind of
2: cinematic. Marvel's
4: it did. not yeah. doing very well when it comes to movies versus TV. I mean, right. Movies they do great. Yeah. TV shows they don't. Not so much. DC is the opposite. Yep. DC is, is doing great yeah. on the shows. Oh yeah. And yeah. their movies are mediocre versus Marvel, of course.
3: Well, they so, haven't come up with much, you know. They we're waiting for the Almighty we're Superman, for versus Superman, Superman versus Batman. versus
4: Batman, of course, everyone's waiting for that. Then mm-hmm. you got Suicide Squad. Yeah. You've already got people bitching about that like obviously
3: Josh. But
0: I, I, you I know I, I, me and Josh well, don't, don't agree on much. I, but let, Let's let Josh get on a soapbox. What do you not like about Suicide Squad?
3: Suicide Squad, it looks very cool. I'm, I, I'm interested. But w- the first preview, so I'm comparing Batman Superman preview to Suicide Squad preview because that's the two new DC movies you got. Yep, yep. You know, Superman, Batman, it just, it and I was a doubter of it. I'm like, why in God's name are we doing this and jumping right into it? But now that they've shown that f- full preview, Holy crap! It, it looks turned great. a lot of people's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like yeah. you guys said on the previous podcast, it, it turned a lot of people, and it turned me. I'm like, okay, I'm actually excited. Suicide Squad, they've just screwed with so much in my head. Like Harley Quinn, I, I don't like. It, I'm not feeling it, and this is all the, just based off the first. preview. I agree with Josh on that one. I, I'm well, not well, feeling her. Why aren't you feeling it? Like I don't even know. It's it's well, hard to explain. I'm, I'm, you don't even get like. Y- the voice doesn't sound right. The look is meh. Uh, and it just... Like, you look at her and you don't go, oh, that's Harley. Like, even in the first thing when she's hanging upside down, you know, if you're a comic fan and you're a Harley fan, yeah, you get that it's Harley. But some of this you have to be, you know, think of a person that has never looked at it in yeah. Like DC the Bible comic.
0: Belt, Flyover States, like, they've never yeah. even heard of Suicide Squad. They might not have even heard of Harley Quinn. Right. So And
3: it just... You know, I, right now, I feel like they missed the mark on Harley. I think they missed the mark on the Joker. I, Ooh, and, well, why? You because know... Grill on the it's not even the grill. I can... I, because it's not a grill. It's his... His, his teeth, teeth got knocked out in. by Batman. Once man, they, they explain that, yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the tattoos. The one on the freaking forehead, no. And I don't care who says what. I think... You know, I don't care if he's psychotic. I don't care what he is. Yeah, got freaking... No. I, I just... I don't feel it. And it just... The voice... Is cool, but it's not Joker. And I agree. I'm, not even, I'm the
1: same. I, that's exactly what I said.
3: And I'm not even going. Oh, Mark Hamill's the Joker. Joker's going to go just... the same way as
2: like
1: Batman, where everybody has their but version Mark of Campbell Batman. Is the Joker? Well, but right. that's the problem. So, yeah, but yeah. I'm trying to keep no, it. but like even if you keep it in the realm of the who's played the Joker, I love I love Jared Leto, he, uh, Oscar winner. He's awesome. He's a great actor. Yeah, Caesar but, Romero. But all the Jokers kind of feel like. They they are the Joker when you look at them and the way they feel yeah. the way they act. I, but Jared Leto just feels like all right, we're gonna shoehorn shoehorn him into this because we need to get people. See, oh, I like Jared Leto, so we gotta bring him in here. We gotta throw the Joker at the very end. I yeah, don't. It's
4: it's it's the same hmm. when when um, Heath Ledger. Thank you. Yeah. When Heath Ledger was first it's, announced, everyone's like, "There's no way." I was Until different on that one it. though.
3: It, when he when they start like when they first announced it and you saw him. It, and just a picture of him, I was like, no, it right, was close. Exactly. It that's looked alright. That's what I'm talking about. But yeah. when you heard the voice, you were, you went, okay. When I heard Jared Leto's voice, I'm like, yeah, still don't, still don't feel it. See, as far as I'm concerned, when when Jack, the Joker, comes
4: up and says, "I'm passing my mantle on. You did an amazing job as the yeah, Joker," yeah. to Heath Ledger, which is what happened. Yeah. That's like, that's like you know the mothership calling you home. That's right. Okay, well, I just got approved. And, and you by just said Liga. a
2: minute ago. You said a minute ago that they're all, you know, they're all just <coughs> kind of the Joker. But in fact, all the Jokers kind of are a different version of the Joker. I mean, you look at the original Caesar Romero. He's very, uh, he's very clown-like. Yeah. Whereas like Jack the Nicholson, original, like the right, first, right, like the first right. edition Whereas of the Joker. Jack Nicholson when he came was more yeah. of like a gangster. Yeah. He was like a gangster, right. and then uh, you know, Heath obviously Ledger's Heath Ledger was a, like the anarchist. Anarchist. You know? and, and, and now Mark this Hamill one's is split. the real Joker.
5: Yeah.
2: But this one's off the that. Feel about Harley Quinn too. Like uh, for me, it's still so far hard to get away from the original Harley Quinn. Because uh, here's what I think they do with Harley Quinn. Har- Harley Quinn, they oversexualize her. And I mean that in like a negative way, because like I think, I no, think uh, there's no way to make over it's a table. Positive. It's, it's like a table. Her, it's a table a of five guys. I like titties. It's, it's a table of five guys. So I had to preface it with that. I had, uh, to, prefer, I had to preface it with
0: this is a sausage. Because they both, I will have to say this
2: when I when I said when I was going towards the sexual route, they're all looking at me like, yeah, what's wrong with that? So, but no, but what I mean, no, what I mean I to say here is like the original Harley Quinn costume, and it sounds weird. Because it's from a cartoon show, but the original Quinn well, well, co- well, costume is so sexy. It's, it, really it is. is. Yeah. It's let's so just sexy. say that real quick. I agree with yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: Bruce I agree. Tim and Paul Dini, uh, they were the ones that you know yeah. created that character literally for from the, the cartoon. ground up, oh, like yeah. for the cartoon. Yeah. Yep. and they're the ones that essentially changed the face of who the Joker is in the comic world. Like well, they. I, I, it's true. Yeah. And so, like, I, I, when I, that's why when I, when I'm, I sound like in another in our episode, I said the same thing. I agree with Josh. I don't feel it when I see Jared Leto. Yeah. I see Jared Leto, the, the actor, playing the Joker. I don't see the Joker. And that's exactly. the problem. Yeah. Well,
4: and, and, and I agree with
1: Josh for, for most of that to the point. This doesn't of,
4: happen often. It, it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> <happen> often. Um, <laughs> I got a record now. There's <laughs> a lot of agreement. This so is Jared weird. i just have a, that on play. A lot
3: of pressure. To
4: to jump into the shoes of the Joker, yeah, right. But I think that uh, that Harley has a bigger amount of pressure. Oh yeah, never been done before. Yeah, yeah. she's that's the true. very first. Good first point.
1: Line. Good point. So she,
4: I, I think is. A, I mean, I don't know how they're actually writing it, and of course, yeah. we've only seen. It's gonna be hard
2: to do because she's also a very light-hearted character, and that's a very dark movie. Right,
4: exactly. And so I mean, I, obviously, we can't say anything until we see yeah. it. Yeah. I'm right. going to see it just because I think they're,
3: they're going to attempt something. Yeah. And, oh, and I'll go and see it, too. Honestly, it, it's really a a make-or-break type of situation. Yeah. They're either going to nail it, and we were
4: completely wrong based off of the, the teaser. Right,
2: which very rarely show. happens.
4: Which it does rarely happen, but it happens. But
3: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's <swole laughs> full of himself. <laughs> somebody
0: got the bird from across <laughs> the epically large table. Alfred, can you Alfred. send that Alfred, down? But can you send <laughs> the bird? And here's my biggest complaint about comic book movies as a whole. People go in thinking, I know this about the comics. It needs to be this way. Yeah. When you go in, prime example, Guardians of the Galaxy, you go in and you're like, I don't know much about that. You get a clean slate. I think a lot of people. It is nice. Yeah, it's yeah. very nice. And with Suicide Squad, I think a lot of people are going to go in with a clean slate. If they just make a hell of a movie, they're going damn, we want well, Suicide Squad 2. Like, you know, right. this could build a franchise, and because you're yeah. taking this lesser-known property with a few people uh, people that people know when it comes to the actors, but also, like, having the right. Joker in it and having the Batman doing a cameo, it's enough that will get people in the seats, and they'll go, okay, I want to go see it for this, and they're like, wow, this is really good yeah. because... It, you got to set the bar low in life. I do it all the time. I set the bar, <laughs> I set the bar low enough to trip over because it makes me happy about the results. But yeah. when you go in thinking, Oh, this is going to be the next Avengers. You know, you set the bar yeah. too high. Right. So, and I think, I think you said something there too, about not ha-
2: even knowing about the characters. And I think, um, I think as a comic book fan, that happens a lot. I think that happened for me with Iron Man 3. I had to get used to the fact that Mandarin wasn't played the way he is in the comic book. Right. And then when right. I started looking at it, when I, it, it yeah. <laughs> when I started thinking about it, yeah. When I started thinking about oh. it, yeah. when I started thinking about it and so from like it. a cinema perspective and started thinking about the way Ben Kingsley played I actually really
1: liked like that, Iron Man 3. I really liked it a it lot. Me a month, too.
2: It was about a month later when I was like, you know what? No, I did not get my cliche Mandarin, you know, You'll never see me coming. I didn't get that, but it was hilarious when they came in and Ben Kings is like, oh no. I loved it. And I'm like, (laughs) spoilers.
1: Yeah. It's like, if you haven't seen it yet and you're listening to this podcast, I really, I really, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, so I ended
2: up really enjoying it, like in retrospect, but it's just. That's the hard part about being yeah. a fan of the material. You're just sitting there and like, I can't yeah. like this. It's I can't. That, I'm frustrated. That's right. Yeah. It's that constant,
1: like what Zack Snyder did with three, uh, three hundred. He did great with three hundred, but with uh, Watchmen, you mm, know, yes. people like he was super close to the source material, yeah. almost to the point where if you shot, weren't a shot. comic book fan, right. yeah, like it was kind of harder to watch because it was more comic book like than any comic book movie we've ever yeah. seen. Yeah, like but, and it was
0: so shot for shot, like he was prime example. A good buddy of mine. Never read Watchmen, watched the movie, and he's like, hey, dude, can I go in your office? Because in my office, yeah. I have a huge shelf that all it is is just, like, comic book trade paperbacks. Yeah. And he's like, do you got Watchmen? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got Watchmen. Here you go. He read it, and, like, a week later, I get a text from him. He's like, dude, I read the book, and then I rewatched the movie. This is shot for shot. And I said, yeah, yeah. man, he did it yeah. shot for shot. And when you read the comic, especially yeah. if you never read it, and you read it, and then you watch it again right yeah. after reading it, you're like, damn, right. this is... Shot for shot, and that's the thing with these new comic book movies. I think they're trying to stray away from the source material, and it's, alienating. it's dangerous. Yeah, it is. It's dangerous. It, it's playing with a loaded gun because some you, of that stuff's yeah. so good. Why? Why
2: do they make such an effort? And I think, like yeah. I said, the apocalypse costume is yeah. obviously the most relevant oh, one. Man. Yeah, like people are reacting so strongly, and it's just like. Why didn't they just stick to the look of Apocalypse? Or at 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 least the color? When a
4: cosplayer can do better? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That that was. There's that meme online. That is absolutely no offense against any cosplayer. Trust me. But when, because there's a guy, Aaron Smith, who has the best Apocalypse outfit. Yeah. And I mean, there's memes going around about him, and and like he he's friends with with us. I mean, not personal friends, but he's, you know, he, he follows some he's of our pages. If you yeah, he follows some of our pages, ah. and we follow him. And, I mean, there's a meme with him going around Facebook next to
1: whatever they call Apocalypse on yeah. the movie. I have a news. And you're like, holy shit. <coughs> <Yep. Sorry>. And <laughs> This guy that's a, that's,
4: that has nowhere near the budget that, yeah. uh, right. that the film I
2: feel like they have an – they feel that sometimes this that the film companies feel like they have an obligation to – quote-unquote, improve upon the source material. Right. And it's just like, yeah, and but... you don't always have to. You well, didn't. You and, really you d- and you didn't,
1: you know? You, or you do what Brian Singer thing. did, yeah. because, like, Brian Singer had a... Because, actually, if we go way back, 2000, that was the real start of the right. this generation of comic movies. Comic book oh, movies, I, yeah, 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 really. Yeah, because, you yeah. know, you obviously you have Superman and all that stuff. We don't start it at Rocketeer? See <laughs> where <laughs> 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 so you're I going with know it. Does anybody that listens to this know what Rocketeer is? If they don't
2: go watch rocket go, go watch it oh yeah. uh, i want to give a Nintendo little game if you get a job. oh man ball.
1: uh yeah. um you could probably get from Video games monthly. monthly. Yeah. Singer, yeah. So, Brian Singer, really, in my personal <laughs> opinion, kind of started this comic book movement in yeah. 2000 uh, with the X-Men movie. And he even realized, he even said off from the beginning when he was interviewed, this is an alternate reality. This is not the comp- the X-Men you know. Yeah. This is like, you, there's things you can read that if you're a fan, you'll find stuff that you love. Right. I think he did a good enough job of appeasing comic book readers and yes. the average movie-going audience. He even He even got to the point where he made fun of not make fun of, but made like light costumes. of the comics, yeah. like, "Are yeah. oh, you not wearing yellow spandex?" You know, yeah. stuff yes. like that. So, like, he, he made little yeah. winks, little nods to the comic book fans, and I think yeah. he did a really good job. But we oh. were
2: still at a point there where we thought there was no way you could do a superhero movie on no. the screen and stuff like that. And now it's just oh, common yeah. to see these because costumes they, and stuff like that. They
4: attempted it in the eighties and the nineties,
2: and, and, and we actually even farther back in the seventies. We did oh, have yeah. Superman, 70s. and Superman yeah. was awesome. Right. So. Absolutely, yeah.
1: Well, 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 the first one, the first two were.
2: The first one and a half was.
1: Well, the first one and then and the Richard Donner cut. Yeah, okay, the there, you second go, there you go. There I go. love the Richard yep. Donner cut for the so, second one.
4: What is your what is your take? Because I didn't hear this podcast. If you talked about, it, but what was your
0: take on Man of Steel? I
1: I thought it was okay. It wasn't as. I wasn't
0: on that podcast either, so I feel bad. <laughs> that was back when he was on another show. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. No, nope. it's okay. Go I ahead. St- I've opened a can. Our-
3: New fans. Well, you guys I were really just talking it. about it on the
1: uh, previous. We episode did speak about girls it before yeah. with the girls. So, it was uh, better than Superman uh, Returns. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh well. Well, well that so was the, that was a big debate because like he, Superman Returns is supposed to be five years after. That is your opinion, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I love
0: that movie, but go ahead.
2: It's called uh, Superman Wines on the ground while his Lex Luthor kicks him around. Yeah. Yeah,
5: but. Uh, but Kevin, Kevin Spacey, Spacey is like Luther, so and he's Lex awesome. Luther, no, I get so,
1: that. I hear you. Sorry, I hear you. I didn't like him actually. It was, really? He was very boring. Yeah, that's because he doesn't play Carbon copy. He doesn't watch House of Cards. So, you know, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> what? Are you what? Talking about? what? I love Kevin Spacey, but I I thought that movie was n- unwatchable. It was the the first 20 minutes of the film I enjoyed. I was like, all right, when he when when. Uh, and there's nothing to do it wrong with Brandon Ralph, Ruth, whatever you pronounce his name. Ralph, yeah. dude. the new Adam on Arrow. Yeah, which he's is, great. He's awesome. He's baseball. Awesome we'll he's talk really about good. that next. Oh, yeah. yeah, but like I felt like the first 20 minutes, I was like, oh cool, <laughs> they're they're kind of like in the, in the Daily Planet, everything's cool. I like that. And then when I got to the Superman stuff, I was just I checked out because John Ottman. I'm a big film score uh, fan. Uh, yeah. John Ottman, great. Uh, Williams uh, you know opening with the score and then everything else was kind of like a snooze fest for me so it was like it, how many how many times do I need to see for Superman do 360 degree turn in the air <laughs> <laughs> like and just sit on it and sit on it and how many times do I want to see him look up in this brood like that's all it was it was, it was and, and superman crying
2: on the ground you haven't you've neglected the right. point on crying and on the ground you're both horrible
0: people
1: i don't want to see 20 minutes of rocks coming out from underneath the ground lex island i've that's already seen grabber. that storyline thank you very much sorry this is just rehashing stupid stuff i i'm sorry i love Brian singer but he 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 hit i don't know He's, he's so shit angry. the. He kicked well, the can. Well, he's another one. I think sometimes he can be hit or miss. To be quite he can to be, be like yeah. Valkyrie. I didn't care for. So yeah. like I do feel like he can shit the bed. He can like, shit he the can, bed, can, as Deuce says. He can. But like the bed. I like Man, Man of Steel better than Superman Returns. Man of Steel. I actually liked Henry Cavill. I thought he was good. I didn't buy the the relationship though between him and Amy Adams or whatever my no, name I, is. But it I love Amy Adams. Like so do I. But I don't like.
2: You know what was the best part? jor mm. Jor-El was the best part. I really, I dude. Really the did.
1: first like oh, ten minutes yeah. was phenomenal, dude. dude. Yeah. I was yeah. awesome, Jor-El. Dude, and, I would. Then, I love that. It was I, amazing. I like
4: that you actually got to see the home world and you got to see and how they did. And he
1: didn't phone it in. Like Russell Crowe did not phone it in. Like he was totally like. He was my favorite part when he was leading
2: Amy Adams around the ship.
1: Oh, I yes. I love that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right. And he's just like,
0: was, He I was so. I wanted great. to see
1: more of that and, and, and less and, of Superman. And, like, and, and, I wanted and to
0: see guy him lead Bob her around awesome. the ship oh, and yeah. just punch <laughs> a phone really, really hard. That's what I wanted to see, like, phones. Oh! Then just keep walking. That's <laughs> what I wanted to see. <laughs> but, like,
1: I just. I felt like with super, like with Man of Steel, there was so much carnage at the end, right? It was just like, they should have cut 20 minutes out of that fight scene. It was just. Now we know why. Right. You But the problem is, yeah, but sure, but it Back felt like, four then you didn't know. didn't no, you know. No, no, because I walked out of
0: the movie theater because I'm a huge, oh, damn. huge Superman fan. Like, he's my probably all-time favorite superhero. Me and the girl I was seeing at the time I said, hey, it's raining, we're at Universal, you want to go see a movie? She's like, sure. I'm like, what do you want to see? Pick. She's like, I want to see Superman. I'm like, really and she's like yeah i like henry Cavill." and i'm like oh okay i see where this is going so we go and see it and i enjoyed the movie but i agree like the last 20 minutes or not even that like last 30 minutes was like destruction porn it's like let's yeah. burn everything let's see ground. how much cgi destruction what the can problem? Do. i could do and i was like hey zach snyder wink wink i know what you're doing player wink wink <laughs> but it now that I see everything for the new Batman versus Superman I'm like okay this makes sense this it makes does a lot more sense it now.
1: does but but, but, yeah. but the problem is you go but you know they didn't have that plan back then no right, there's yeah. no way they did yeah. and no, also
4: they, they just use that to tie in to, yeah, to open yeah. Up the but
1: dice. the problem is you go for Superman returns that had no action zero you shoot yeah, Superman in the freaking eyeball yeah. he goes up to force super punch, cut the black. You don't see nothing. I want to see yeah. him super punch somebody. <laughs> Come on, yeah. you know what I mean? And then you go from from Superman in the eye to to uh just destruction, yeah. insane snapping necks, all this stuff, crazy town. So it was like a shock on the
0: Superman. S- I snap necks. <laughs> it was like crazy though.
1: Like the juxtaposition there was is too much for me to take because I go from snooze fest to just incessant yeah, no, violence and action and destruction and. I, I don't know I I could it was it, overwhelming it was almost was
4: more violence than it needed well
1: to. that and I was like
2: this is pretty dark for Superman I hope with the, the even Superman, the color but, palette I hope for the Batman Superman movie they go less dark and then they
1: end up going way did even you guys more dark. see that we need dark though did you guys see that we have uh, dark we live in, we Z-Y. live in a dark time did you guys see yeah. that meme online or not a meme but a guy came through and color corrected uh, Man of Steel yeah, I saw that yep. yeah because that was, that was one of the things yeah. Yeah. because it was so dark the way uh, Man of Steel looked it didn't have that because when I think of Superman I think of bold bright colors. Well, and he
2: even says it it in the Superman Batman trailer where it's like day versus night. Well, I'm like, well, this looks like night versus night. (laughs) Like, like I really, I think they should juxtapose it even more. I think they they, should have scenes where it's totally Superman in the bright and then these scenes of dark. So that way you really see why these two characters are at odds with one another because they're completely different.
1: Yeah. Wow. This is... (laughs) <laughs> pretty deep. We're getting pretty deep here, yeah, but it's true though. Like, Superman is, and I think what they're trying to portray Superman as the Jesus figure, like especially yeah. in this film, like he is an illegal alien, uh, as some yeah. of the signs say. Like he's coming down. He is a god so, to to men, yeah. essentially. And but it's like if you were Superman, you know, like you're born, you're born ingratiated with these people. Like, you feel like you're a part of these people, even though you're from somewhere else. You grew up, you know, doing what everyone else did. You feel like these are your people, and, like, they turn their backs on you. Like, I like that. I like that story, and I'm Mm. I'm intrigued now seeing this trailer, because that first teaser we saw, I was like, whatever. Deuce and I were like, this was... I love that you're getting uh, older Batman. Oh, me too, which kind of... Dude... Ben that's Affleck great. looks amazing. I'm sorry. I know there's haters out there. I'm not. I love Ben Affleck. There's haters out there that have, that have hated Ben Affleck forever, but I, I think he looks fantastic. Yes. He's The, the, the grays the are kind of showing out. Like He looks fantastic. He's hey, got the hey, jawline, the yeah. cleft chin. He looks like He re- still has
2: a while to win me over, but I think, that's, I think I'm in He's getting, better. What you were saying where getting where better. I think I'm like an old school Ben Affleck hater. Like At this point, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. I remember him in the
0: tabloids and stuff. Oh, did you Daredevil see the two uh, movie posters? There he is. at you. There's Ben Affleck waking at you. Yeah, that's old school. I know, but you know what? Like. You know what? That was before Jennifer Gardner left him. Yeah. You yeah. know, God. unlike now that he's ripped as fuck and she leaves him. So. Yeah. yeah. From That's like, like oh he got super hot I gotta go it's like
1: really <laughs> he got like, super hot now you gotta go well the, I was making all this Batman the main money? reason seriously but the main reason I said this I said this several times in, in the podcast but the main reason people hate on Ben Affleck was for Daredevil and they hated on him for Pearl, Har- Pearl Harbor those yeah. two movies people were just like Pearl Harbor was a piece of shit it was uh, you know they never made his money back it was a box office bomb Ben Affleck phoned it in like people were really right. hating him on that and of course we all I know how. Pearl I'm not I saying did. I'm in that camp, yeah. but I'm just saying that's what the m- mainstream I audience. It. I think
4: it was because it was so close to Daredevil, or that people were hating Ben Affleck and anything that he touched. Now the Daredevil
1: the director's cut is a totally different film. Uh, oh, I, I tell really? people I've go out it. there, I watch, seen watch seen the director's yeah, cut. But now that you have
2: the next Netflix show, is it even worth were? No, no, it, it's not.
1: It erases. It does it does, it does. it does. It does. It doesn't you know, matter. But you know what? I
2: think I think there was a time. I actually think for me, what it is is there's when there are these actors who a lot of their career is built up because of their appearances in tabloids and stuff like that. And Ben Affleck was one of those guys who showed up in tabloids for quite, right. quite a number of years. Uh, but, you know, who else was one back in the day, You know when you think of like teen mags and stuff like that, used to see uh, a lot of Leonardo DiCaprio back in oh, the day. Oh, yeah. And he's one who's totally won me over at this point in his career. So maybe Ben Affleck will do the same thing. Like, you see, like, Leo in some of the stuff he does now, I'm like, man, this guy's blowing me away in some of the stuff he's well, in. Well, and the problem
4: but with Leo is when he's he, younger, could, he couldn't get out of – being jack. exactly exactly he was he was yeah. pegged as jack exactly. for almost exactly. 10 I years think, after I think Titan. that
2: happened sometime but I said this to to this guy who was talking to me about it at at, uh, at Oblivion uh, one time and uh, he he's he said you know what is it uh, we were actually talking about Ryan Reynolds and I said he's like what do you huh. not like about Ryan Reynolds and I go oh, Ryan Reynolds is really the new Ben Affleck to me like he's a lot like, of people say that actually yeah, yeah wow. and I'm like wow. oh yeah and that. that's what it oh, feels yeah. like to me so as now now that I think really I'll be honest. I saw Argo. Argo was great. So He uh, won
1: an Oscar as a director. Yeah, FY. So, so he's so, a yeah. fucking so great you director. Start yeah.
2: at, you start to look at it and like, okay, so maybe he's going to change my opinion. So I'll move on to be, okay, I'll hate Ryan Reynolds for now. And then maybe someday they'll be like, yep. they'll be like okay, now he's going to be, I'm trying to think of a Marvel character he could be. And then you'll be like, but I remember him as Green Lantern. Are you he's, not
3: excited for De- uh, Deadpool, Deadpool then?
2: I'm not excited for Deadpool. Get out of ignition. (laughs) But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's a lot of reasons why I'm not excited for Deadpool. Um, Number one, X-Men spinoff movies suck.
1: It's a spin-off movie? It's a whole
3: brand new film. It's it's Deadpool by himself. It's, it's still Ryan Grease. Reynolds, and he showed up as Deadpool in, an, in a you movie You just Ryan have to ignore
2: that. Reynolds. Remember how movies okay, work. so I don't ignore that stuff. I, re- I have a oh, memory. You wow. picky I memory. bastard. Wow. Number two, giant um, bastard, I, I, think, uh, I think the con scene has really destroyed a lot of Deadpool. Because I couldn't attest to that. The con scene, the con scene, because it's it's his his all con the Deadpools. has become very very obnoxious.
1: Oh the, oh yeah, the there's a li- yeah Deadpool, okay gotcha.
2: So gotcha. So he's the become one of those Deadpools, characters where it's just oh, like no, oh my gosh, my gosh, the joke was funny at first and now it's just no no, no I agree with that point. And that's kind of what their uh, uh, Deadpool's character is. It's like uh, you know we got the joke, we're gonna kill it anyways. And uh, but like you got to the point where I was like okay now even I have it, the, it's the oversaturated. Punch, for It's you. so oversaturated. Yeah. Uh,
1: I understand that. I, you g- know I we're get that.
2: Make you watch that. Movie. But what I will say is this: just remember that in the end, Deadpool I'm was just it. a parody of Deathstroke, and Deathstroke's a really cool character. So make a Deathstroke movie. Oh jeez.
1: Okay, fair enough. Because
2: he's enough. he's Wade Wilson. You know this, right? He's oh, yeah. Wade Wilson, and Deathstroke yeah, yeah. is Slade Wilson. Yep. So when yep. he, when they created him, he's a yep. he's a parody character.
1: Yep. Yeah, he's, Let's he's not even get Reynolds. into.
4: I'm sorry. I like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I liked him like him. Yeah. Since, well, uh,
1: but for those at home that uh, for those at home, when we talk about Ben Affleck, if you want to look at like standout, uh, he was great in Hollywoodland. land. Uh, if you want to look at a great acting performance, he was fantastic in that. Of course, uh, he directed his first directorial debut was for Gone Baby Gone, which is phenomenal with his brother Casey Affleck. A fantastic film. And of course he got Oscar nominations for The Town, which is another oh, fantastic awesome. film. Yeah. So like Ben Affleck is actually going, I think in most people's eyes, going well, in the doing right what direction. What
2: can, can do later right. in my career, which is great, which is great. And right. I, I'm willing to be won over. I don't I don't have a problem right. with that. But I'm still <laughs> I'm still in that camp
0: where I'm just like, "Oh my gosh." Yeah. That's movie. actually how I view our relationship as a town is you're Ben Affleck and I'm I'm a uh, Hawkeye, uh, Jeremy Renner, when Ben Affleck walks in the house, he's like, look, we've got to go do something. It's going to be highly illegal, and we can't ever talk about it. And uh, Jeremy Renner goes, okay, whose car are we taking? That's how I see our relationship. <laughs> you walk in, you're like, look, we're going to do something. It's going to be really bad. We're going to fuck somebody
1: up, and we can't talk about it. And we go, okay, whose car are we taking?
0: And you uh, know, that's pretty much how our relationship works.
1: Oh, and another thing, and not to go on the to Ben um, – I can't speak today. The, the ben, ben Affleck like train – A lot of people gave him hate for uh, Goodwill Hunting because they thought they liked him in the movie, but they thought he didn't actually write Goodwill Hunting. It was all Matt Damon, and and he was just like because he's friends with Matt Damon. He was in the movie that he has a writing credit because you know they won an Oscar. I was the writer. So the people kind of felt like you know oh he's just his friend you know happened to be in the film. But anyway, Ben Affleck. I think is going to surprise a lot of people. Well, and the other thing they've already said
0: that the the first Batman movie in this new universe is going to be directed by Ben Affleck. So not only is he going to direct it. He's going to star in and, it. That shows a lot of faith on DC's
1: part. And so, also, and Warner Brothers a, part. a movie in this generation that actually, within the last year, that really turned people's heads on him, uh, on Ben Affleck, was Gone Girl. People loved him in that movie. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so definitely check that out.
2: But in general, his his, his uh, director credits have done well, right? Oh, yeah. He's, he's so never he made, made a bad film. Batman, he's never made be, a bad film. Yeah, yeah right. so that shouldn't be a concern if he takes over Batman because his he has a pretty spotless credit. And
4: honestly, you have to think about would – would Daredevil have been a little bit better if he had more of the say in it? I don't I, know. He well, was only what that, he was directed to do. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, a lot of people blame well, I was, him specifically for Daredevil. I use, I,
1: use the, I use the Natalie Portman defense. There you go. Natalie Portman, she was in the prequels, the Star Wars prequels. Right. People blame, oh, she's a shitty actress. She can't do anything. She's awful. But look at the dialogue she was given. Horrible exactly. dialogue. Horrible and, and then she goes on to win an Oscar for Black Swan, which she deserved it, by the way. She was phenomenal in that. The girl can act. It's mm-hmm. just you're only as good as what you're given, right? And that's that's why I agree with you on that and statement. As a dra- yeah. I
4: mean, I've directed uh, some of the films from Aegia, and <laughs> you know, when I tell the actors, the way I direct is, is very simple. I give you the concept of what the scene's supposed to be like, and I kind of let the actors play it off on their own because that, to me, is is more of the realistic... Surprise whatever you need to do in that scene, you know, it's more genuine
0: when when you give the actors a little bit more yeah, Because you're letting the actors bring their talents to the table. Exactly. You're not telling them what to do You're like exactly. here's the scene. Here's kind of the angle. I'm filming. This is what I want to do with the scene right. You bring your method to the table and as an actor myself, that's what I prefer. I yeah. director I and want somebody to tell me look we're shooting at this angle. This is kind of where I want you to go do this I don't want a director telling me you got to do this, you got to hit this spot, you got to hit this mark, you got to do this, this, right. this, because that screws my me- my method. Mm-hmm. I want yeah. to be able right. to
1: method act. and do something. Yeah, do something. Come actually from a um, acting background. Him and I are former thespians, um, and we've been you know more of the more of the theater side. Uh, but yeah, so we definitely understand from the acting standpoint of what you have to do to get into that mindset. And you you still want. You want to bring your own thing to the table, but you don't want to disgrace the product that you're given as well. So right. it's a fine and, line you got to walk
4: But And that's why you are brought on as an actor for that project, because you're brought on for your talent. Yeah. Now, there's a, cer- a certain thing or a, a certain amount of, of key scenes that have to be done a certain way to make the story move forward. But a lot of it is, okay, this is what I'm looking for. Show me what you can do. And if if you do well enough, and I like it, and it makes sense, then great. We'll wrap it and move on to the next one. Uh, So, you know, whenever I give my script out, I actually highlight the specific sentences or words that I need in the film. And everything else is, okay, this is what I've written as a script, but you can kind of play around with this as much as you want.
2: And here's, here's a little plug, I mean, you know, uh, one thing I will say about Ryan and his, and his crew of people is super, super, super professional, just like you've just heard there about, you know, the seriousness they take to the scripts, all the way down to their embroidered shirts. Hey, where did you get that embroidered shirt from? Uh-huh.
4: This embroidered shirt is actually from Caribbean Embroidery. They are in Orlando. They are actually our uh, shirt company for Ignition. Ink. So they are the official shirt company. They will be doing all the ignition shirts that we uh, that we design. Ink, ignition ink. Pardon me, Josh. Sorry. Get it right. If you
0: want to uh, maybe do some shirts for Happy Hour and Johnny and Deuce, you can hit us up at happy hour john or hh podcast show at gmail.com or on the Twitter machine hhpodcastshow. podcast
1: show. So thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate thank it. you, guys. Brandon, Ryan, Josh. You guys you. are amazing. Thanks for joining us for another episode together. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. Yep. yep. And uh, definitely check out Initian Inc. That is going to be Saturday, January 30th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And uh, your boys, Happy Hour Giant Deuce will be there. Definitely. And Deuce, there's three different hashtags you want to put in your social media.
0: But even before you do that, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Happy Hour Podcast. Also, you can find us at HH Podcast Show on the Twitter machine. Also, you can send us uh, emails
1: Show at gmail.com because we're doing a mailbag
0: also
1: big shout out to floridageekscene.com we're one of their official podcasts as well awesome Scott go see us on that yep so three hashtags deuce where are they They hashtag hhpodcastshow HHpodcastshow. hashtag happy hour podcast and hashtag hashtag deuces on the loose later see ya